0: First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throwing down, knock a mouse, time to get loud. It's the two beer podcast time. Bienvenidos, Strasvojka, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, the two beers podcast, part of the everyman. I'm Jordan here with Drew. Drew, how's it going? Two beers, two beers. What a week two we beers have this week.
1: Oh I'm man. So I pumped. I've, I don't think I've ever been more excited to record oh. a podcast since uh well since August.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fight or of September, the year. September. Fight of the year this weekend. I'm calling it now fight of the year.
1: Oh man, it's gonna go down as an epic welterweight battle, Jo. Let's not oh, let's not give too God. much away
0: though. What's that?
1: I said let's not give too much away, but I, I got this tingling in my plums. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, me too. Me, uh, me too. You might want to get that checked, actually. But um, all right, done. hey. Well, before we get any further, um, we we got we got some something fun we wanted to bring bring for you guys here. Um, the kings of fun, especially you. What's that? I said we are the kings of fun, especially yes. you. We got some merch. We got some merch. Merch. Merch table. We got uh, some trucker hats, two beers podcast hats. Um, we, we've just distributed some to our uh, former co-hosts and, and, and guests. And um, now we want to give some away to the fans. So uh, we're going to do some giveaways here <clears throat> linked to the uh, Porter and uh, Crawford fight here. And the way we're going to do this is uh, we're going to ask for predictions. You, you can give it to us uh, via our Instagram handles, via Twitter, or via our infamous Gmail account, which is um, T-W-O-B-E-E-R-S pod at gmail.com. And so what, what we want from you is your prediction on the fight. Four options, Crawford on the cards, Crawford by stoppage, Um, Porter on the cards, Porter by stoppage, and two people will win a free hat that way, and then the other way somebody can win a hat is by, same thing, messaging us the code word that we're going to do, Drew's going to have a a code word for beer one, I'm going to have a code word for beer two, and we're going to get... You guys, some free hats. Yeah, and for do, anybody, did I explain that well, Drew?
1: Sure. I'd say uh, for anyone that's a new listener, we should probably give out our Twitter handle at two the number two beers podcast, uh, and then our our individual handles are in the profile as the crowd host at jwhite1025 and at swaggy underscore d33. You can tell who is the fun one of the group.
0: <laughs> what was what was your AOL handle back in the day?
1: Jam 33, son, baby. Jam 33. <laughs> everyone, everyone always thought I wore number 33 because of Larry Bird. I was like, hell no, son. Antoine Jameson, what of it? <laughs> Love oh, that guy.
0: Mine was j Dog J-Dub. All yeah. right, so without further ado, now that we have announced that the hats are here and we are giving them away. Let us giving them away. assume positions for the two-brew salute. Ready? Three, two, one. All right, I'm starting us off here. Uh, this one caught my eye from Trogues, baby. It's called Trail Day, and it is... Oh, is that a, any good? I don't That's know. I've out. never had it. It's a dry-hopped pilsner. It's caught my eye, though, so here we uh, go. That one's always at uh, Canals. I just never buy it. Oh, man, it is fantastic.
1: I mean, they never put out a bad product. I, I
0: know. That's why I was like, well, I like Pilsners, and to put a little dry hop in it, oh, baby. And then, plus it's from Trogue's. Oh, yeah, so good.
1: It's too bad Harrisburg's not, like, just a little bit closer to you. We could just meet up halfway and just be hanging out at the Trogue's brewery all day, every day.
0: Uh, they got these, it does they got, feel like th- we should do a live pod from there at one they, of these times. They got these grilled cheese
1: sandwiches that are like the size of your head. It's ridiculous.
0: Um, what are you drinking, brother?
1: I've got a uh, a Cape May uh, Brewery Stout ties the room together because this fight is going to tie
0: my year together, baby. Can't wait. All right, so <clears throat> this past weekend, uh, David Benavidez stopped somebody <laughs> we, we didn't know because <laughs> in uh, in the uh in the seventh round um that guy could take a punch i don't know who he was but i mean he was he was getting the, he was it. getting it put take on a, him
1: can he take a punch or is Benavides' power maybe just a little
0: overrated could be could be um so His that happened definitely not overrated that, and then um the fight you were interested in uh mungia rosado Man, people were hyped about oh, what a what a fight, what a fight. Oh, fight of the year. And I'm just like I, Rosado just I, got his ass kicked. <laughs> like it wasn't that great of a fight at all. I think. I, think all. Da, I mean, Even I think because a guy could take a punch. DeZone was just hyping
1: it up. I, I mean, listen, people dude. Were, it was
0: everybody on Twitter was like, people, "Oh my god."
1: I don't. I don't think people on Twitter were going fighting the year, but uh, multiple
0: I, people said that.
1: I think people. I mean, it just. I yeah, it was a one-sided fight, but Rosado was in there trying to engage and try to trying to throw a punch. Like they were Correct. throwing. It was. It wasn't. A, it wasn't a. Uh, a ring and fight. Like those guys weren't out there feeling each other out. Like they were just throwing punches every chance they had. So that's why I was excited. Yeah. And those guys, those guys both have knockout power. Um, so it's not like, again, like the featherweights who are throwing, you know, 1,000 punches a fight.
0: Chocolatito Estrada, yeah, which like, apparently they're going to do a third, a third one. A like, yeah. well, They, they couldn't hurt each other through through 5,000 punches or whatever it was. Nobody could hurt each other, but let's just yeah. do it again.
1: Chocolatito deserves it. He got screwed. Um but yeah, like, that's why like, I, I was like, again, I was watching. It was like, oh, this is awesome. These guys are just like throwing haymaker after haymaker after haymaker. I was like, if either one of them was fighting a better, you know, an elite level fighter, an elite level fighter, they'd probably get KO'd, but they're just going at it. It was awesome.
0: Yeah. I loved um,
1: it. I, I, no, no, it was a, yeah, to your point, it was definitely nowhere near fight of the year because it was so one-sided towards the back half. But yeah, I, I just thought it was action-packed.
0: Yeah, I gotcha. Um, but look, that leads us to the main entree of this podcast, (sighs) the main entree of the year, the main entree of my life, Bud Bud Crawford, Crawford pound for pound, showtime, Sean Porter, two Midwestern studs, all American, uh, jam fest we got here, uh, 147 champion versus former champion, uh, WBO heavyweight champion of the world, the uh, top rank protecting bud is over. He's finally get fighting a uh, 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 masterful wes- welterweight outside of top rank. Well, so, let's not.
1: Let's protecting is a. I don't like that word. I don't okay. Like that.
0: What? Wh- whatever. They've been they've been blocking and tackling.
1: Top top rank willing to pay the piper for one of the guys across the street to
0: come fight him we'll say fine that that's fair enough okay um but it's here it's here it is here yeah I just and these want to guys say, before we go any further just father son holy spirit dear lord baby jesus please don't let either one of these people get injured <laughs> oh, get, get covid <laughs> get get uh, get sick or anything just let us have this nice thing it are three days away just let it happen let it yeah. happen uh for sure
1: okay. and these guys i mean i i they're two of my top five fighters for sure i mean i love, love these uh, guys yeah I, I, anytime these guys are fighting which hasn't been a ton in the last <laughs> last two years um i mean i'm watching they're both awesome like i love like buds you know buds uh a humble quiet guy uh you know porter porter's very charismatic he's out there doing his podcast yeah he's announcing I
0: say you know he has a podcast right oh, yeah
1: does he um <laughs> i yeah. love that he got that in blood sweat and tears that was so funny i started dying <laughs> uh they're just fun man and you know bud's so good you know arguably number one number two pound for pound and porter's just not afraid of anybody like he's not you know he he's not out there crying about a side b side like if you're a top if you're a top welterweight he wants to fight you which you know at that division you can't really say that about many of those guys right now so it's all like it's just I'm actually I'm actually going to be I'm probably going to be more upset at whoever I'm more upset at the end of the fight cuz I'm just going to feel bad for the guy that loses cuz I like both of these guys so much.
0: Yeah, I know. It's it's going to be hard to watch. Like I I feel like going in I'm rooting for Bud but like Realistically, if, yeah. if Porter does awesome and beats Bud, like I'm still gonna be pumped.
1: Yeah, it. I'm yeah, I'm probably in the same boat. Especially because if I mean, if Bud wins, if Bud wins, we're gonna find out what Spence and Ugas are made of. Because if Bud wins and they don't, they're not lining up to fight him. You just know they're chicken shits. Yeah, the fact that, that Porter went in, you know what I mean. Especially agreed. Especially if he stops him. And you're so you'll see what they're made because they, uh, and and again, well, Spence always rubs me the wrong way because he's he's a guy that's always about he just he's always talking about money. He's always talking about A side, B side, 73rd. It's like, dude, you like, do you want to be great? You want to fight the best or don't you? Like, come on, like, like, stop it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Yep, yep. And it's going to be, it's going to be fun. I, this is, this is such an interesting fight because, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I always, uh, I always mess up phrases and things like that and pronounce a guy's name, but it's a, it's an inflection point in both of these guys' careers, right? Yeah. Sean. I, Porter. Yeah. Right. That's the right phrase. You, you yeah, got it. You I, did. I got it. I got it. See, dude, I took uh, 58 episodes to start getting some stuff. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Sean Porter, who again, he's a two time, two time, former welterweight champion. Uh, He's thirty uh I should have had the tail of the tape open, but uh I think he's thirty three or thirty-two yeah. and three, 33 and two. Uh 30's th- he's thirty-four years old. He uh he's a fan favorite, he fights everybody, he's got an exciting style, but he's really uh, he's lost to all the top guys at one forty
0: seven. Port Sean Porter's thirty one and three. Say it again. Thirty-one 30, and
1: three. Thirty-one and three. Uh, this yeah, This is his thirty-fifth fight. Okay. Gotcha. Uh He's lost to Spence. Uh, close fight. I mean, close fight until he got he got dropped in the eleventh. um, yep. Got up. You know that that you know that eight round. Which probably swung. it was. Which
0: the, when he got dropped, quote unquote. I mean, it was one of those ones where like you get hit and you're not really hurt but you just it was like, like a flash slipped. yeah i guess is that a you, you flash just kinda, yeah a flash knockdown yeah, yeah they, they both yeah they both you just slip was, and your knee goes down and yeah. he was just like he, oh, I, shit. I didn't even look like his knee
1: went down um it was it happened so quick and he like you know he was able to control himself
0: um yeah, it was, he knew he, it, yeah, he wasn't hurt. Right? Yeah, he yeah wasn't, exactly. Not was, hurt, yeah. not stunned, nothing. It was like a slip. Yeah, split but punch, again, you know? it's, it's a 10-8 round. It was so from a punch. It was a slip, yeah, it was yeah. from a punch. I was,
1: saying, it was a, you know it was a split decision fight, and that was a 10-8 round that went to Spett. And so that, that's, that to me, that ultimately probably swung it. Um, Which I gotta say,
0: I, I was surprised that one judge had it for Porter, I, I, was, I had to
1: I, say. I, I was too. That was somebody who just loves the aggressiveness of Sean. Yeah, exactly. Um, so he's lost to Porter, lost to Thurman, uh, which that, that that fight I thought was close, much closer than the uh, which was split decision. But I thought that fight was much closer to much closer than the Spence fight was. And he lost to Kell Brook um, back when Kell Brook was kind of more in his prime. So you know he beat Danny Gar- he beat Danny Garcia. He brought Adrian Adrian Broner. I think those are probably his two biggest wins uh, at Walter welterweight competition wise. So he's kind of mixed, right? Like he's you know he's he's fared okay. Like he yeah you know, now now he's going in there against Bud Crawford. Nobody's beat him. everybody anybody who's team PBC says Crawford's overrated and he stinks. He's not really that good. you know what's his who's on his resume. It just ignores everything else he did at the other divisions. So this is like if 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 Porter wins, Porter goes back into the championship conversation. because he's gonna be a champion, but he goes back into the realm of Spence, Ugas, right? He like those guys. He yeah. loses, he becomes the guy that PBC wants to feed to boots. Maybe Virgil Ortiz gets a fight with like that's yeah. that's that's kind of what he'll probably be looking at from that yeah. perspective. Or he goes off and just does yeah you know, does the podcasting and does um announce does him. the broadcasting. So that's kind of yeah. where he is. For Bud, you know, he said it perfectly in um, blood, sweat, and tears. It's win lose for him, right? He wins. I was say, if he loses, all, again, all the all the PBC critics he's got out there that say he's overrated, he hasn't fought anybody. Yeah, you know, they'll will they'll, they'll say, "See, we told you, we told you, he was he was overrated." Blah blah. Even even though Sean Porter, everyone thinks how great Sean Porter is, so it's not like he's fighting a bum. But you know, that's that's what he'll hear, and then it's kind of in his core. He's got a loss now you know, those Spence 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 is out, right? Because then Spence will be like, ah, why would I fight him? He stinks, right? He can't even beat a guy that I beat. And so then it's like, well, what do I do, right? Does he does he jump to 154? I, th- I think he's a little too small to, to, to go up another weight class. Um, and I don't think, why well, drop back down, right? He already cleaned out that division and was an undisputed champion. So maybe again, so he could be looking at maybe retiring. I know he's, he's more than comfortable with himself. He thinks he's already a Hall of Famer, which he probably is. Um, you know he's he's taking care of his money, so he's kind of in that Arj- Andre Ward realm where, whenever he wants to stop, like he's good. He's kind of he's he's good with where his career is, but if he wins, you know now Spence Earl—that's the only big fight for Earl Spence left. Like there's no there's no running. Like either you're yeah. either gonna you're either gonna go after Crawford because Pacquiao's Pacquiao's out, so Crawford is the last big fight you could have at 147. And if you don't do it again, you're a chicken shit. Or if he moves up to 154, same thing. He's the one ducking Bud, and then Bud can sit. Bud's gonna smile and be like, "I told y'all, they were all afraid to fight me." So it's a yeah, it, yeah. it's a big. I it, said that's why I said, and I too. think
0: that's why I'm rooting for Bud Bud a little bit more, just because like Bud sets up the showdowns that we all wanted to see: Crawford yeah. versus versus Spence. Um but it, i mean Crawford versus Porter Porter is whoo he's awesome he's 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 a handful and this
1: is also his uh it's 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 his last fight with Top Rank the contract well his contract's up so he'll either either they'll throw a boatload of money at him that'll stay or who knows? Maybe he just tries to go the free agent route. Um, like he'll go
0: the Canelo route and just do. Might, one. yeah. I don't know that he has that kind.
1: I don't know he has that kind of clout. To me, it's kind of silly that he would go sign with PBC after they've basically been keeping these guys from and him, trashing him all the time. Yeah, same, like yeah. I, I, I get it. Like you go sign there to get those fights, but at the same time, it's kind of like. Nah, you know what? Screw you guys. You didn't wanna you, know, you you wanted to protect your fighters from me. I'm not gonna let you guys like make money off me now. So yeah, exactly. We'll, I, I don't... We'll, yeah, it's it'll be interesting to see what he again like the decision he. Got. I I think he'll leave top rank just because him and Aram kind of seem to be at odds with each other. Yeah, um, Aram
0: wants him to be more flamboyant and promote himself, and Bud's like, oh, that's your job. I'm I'm just a regular guy. Like I'm just here to fight. Yeah, Which, so. Which we love, but in the sport of boxing is kind of like, yeah, you really need to, like, promote yourself. But he's just like, yeah, I'm just here to, to kick ass, like, whatever. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, well, that's what he said in Blood, Sweat, and Tears. He's like, yeah, he's like, I'm just quietly going to stand across the room. And I'm just going to look at you and say, I'm going to whoop your ass. That's the guy you need to be terrified of.
0: Yep. Um, <clears throat> all right, so, tale, so let, let's get into it
1: here. Yep. tale of the tape, the challenger, Sean Porter, alias showtime he is orthodox he stands at five foot seven he's got a 69 and a half inch reach the champion terrence bud crawford sorry well alias bud he's He's a southpaw, but he can also box orthodox. He box he go he you know, he started out that Kell Brook fight orthodox and then switched to the southpaw. Right.
0: He always switches at some point in yeah. the fight. He he's, he'll typically start out southpaw and then switch to to orthodox, but yeah, he, his uh, previous fight he started orthodox and then switched.
1: Yeah, he's st- he stands at 5 foot 8 and just the ridiculous 74 inch reach, which is just crazy for his for his height. It's it's it's, ob- it's obnoxious. Yep. Yep. And that is accurate. This is not an outdated page we're looking at. <laughs> those those measurements are correct. <laughs> oh Buck Crawford. Um, like you said, both of the Midwest guy. he's Omaha, Nebraska. that's where he. That's, that's, his, that's where he's from and where he still trains. uh Porters from from Akron uh he now tra- he trains in Vegas though. yep. who do you? I'm gonna go first. okay. we're gonna you know, similar to what we did for the last huge fight that we had. Uh, Usyk Joshua no disrespect to to Canelo um, we're going to kind of look at it from two perspectives how how does Sean Porter win the fight and how does Bud Crawford win the fight so I'm going to take one side J.O.'s going to take the other somehow we'll probably just co-mingle all this together and our perfectly laid plan won't work but it's just too much to talk about these guys <laughs> so I'm going to take Sean Porter how does Sean Porter win the fight I think Sean Porter wins this fight by being patiently aggressive. And what I mean by that is Sean Porter's style is start fast, be aggressive, jump jump all the time, try to get to the inside, all points of the fight to start hurting, brawling, elbows, head, you know, really make it – a dirty in the trenches, not sorry, not dirty. You know what I mean? Uh, uh,
0: no, I mean not not dirty, not like in a. Nah, he's not
1: dirty. I mean, not just in a legal way. Yeah, like, sorry, like, yeah, like make like it, in a muck it up kind yeah. of way. Make yep. it, make it, make it a toe to toe in the trenches kind of fight, right? That's that's what Sean Porter does. That's that's why everyone loves him. He's you know, that's why he's an exciting fighter. He's bringing the fight to you. I think in order for him to win this fight and beat Bud Crawford. I think he has to scale back on his aggressiveness, regardless of if that's who he is, right? Like you need to be able to adjust. I think he needs to let Crawford come to him more. because so, so, Somebody's got to engage and Crawford, Crawford's going to be up for this fight to make a statement. So I don't think he's going to wait for Crawford to come to him. I think he's going to be aggressive um, and really try to put on a show and, and try to stop Sean. I think he needs to allow Crawford to do that and then pick his spots to when he's going to get to the inside, and when he does, just be super aggressive, let combinations go, can't be afraid to get hit with jabs, you know, and things like that. I just And the reason why I think he needs to change it up is he—the the reason why Porter has lost a lot of these championship fights against the elite guys— is what he starts the fights so much energy he's so fast he's really quick he's got great footwork getting to the inside and starting to you know land shots as the fight go as the fights go he he does he slows he gets slower right which obviously right you're getting fatigued and it's just it becomes easier and easier to time him Coming inside, and he's always trying to come inside. He's got a, like, he works his jab, but that's he he makes his money coming to the inside. Um, and so against Crawford, who's probably the most accurate—I uh, don't even know—has accurate looping puncher.
0: Pat, I, I, Pat. Yeah.
1: Am I gonna? I'm walking all over you. I knew. I said I knew we were gonna do this. He's he he's no, He's so accurate with his looping punches. It's it's his cra- and I get maybe it's his wigs. Whatever it is, like when and if you're coming in like the way that the Porter does, and he he times you, you're uh, you're done. Like I like I, I he's gonna sting you. I you know Porter's Porter's gotten dropped in a couple fights. I, I think he's in real trouble if if he's if he if he's on the attack the entire fight. So I think he you know, I don't think it's crazy that Crawford that Porter can win on the cards. So I think he needs to I think he just needs to be patient and he's gotta let he's gotta let Crawford come to him and then he's gotta go in spurts. That's that's to me how Craw, how Porter beats Crawford and ever I mean the obvious thing that everyone's saying is, Oh, he needs to test Crawford's chin. Like, well, no shit. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's that's probably that's yeah that's box. like to me that's just dumb because that, that's boxing that's what everybody has to do um, um
0: so i i i really like your analysis there the what what i'll add specifically is that to me i think the the thing to look for is i think that uh porter has to eat the jab because the man can take a punch like nobody's business yeah i think he has to eat the jab and what he always likes to put his forehead right to the other guy's head yeah and then he needs to go to the body 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 that's what he needs to do because bud does tend to allow some body shots we saw that against uh the mean machine um yes so Uh Oh, uh, were you were you done? Sorry. Well, I was going
1: to say, and and the great stat as to why Porter, th- like my the other reason why I think his this has to be his strategy, and this is credit our man, obviously over at Campy Box all the time, Dan Canobio. Crawford lands forty seven and a half percent of his power shots. Porter's opponents are landing forty percent of their power shots, and Crawford's arguably one of the best five closers in boxing. So that's
0: that to me. And that's Sean just... Porter just comes straight ahead, comes right for yeah. his head, goes straight to his opponent's face. Yeah. He's just in his opponent's face the entire time, and I I feel like he just eventually falls into that, and he's gonna have to eat those punches and get to the body. Um, but conversely, what I'll say for Crawford is that <clears throat> uh, I do I see I don't know if 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 Porter's gonna be able to hold back. I I feel like Porter's gonna be coming forward agree and and Crawford has to use his footwork and, <coughs> excuse me has to use his footwork and his jab to keep Porter at the distance that he wants him to be um so the jab and the footwork is going to be important that's going to be one way to counter it the other way is going to be check hooks and check uppercuts uh, and specifically I feel like the uppercut is where Porter is, could potentially have some serious problems Bud's uppercuts are are fantastic. Yep. And when Porter is just leaning forward like that and just trying to get into his opponent's face, I feel like that is where that he could really get timed and really get tagged with an uppercut. So yeah. Um, look, Crawford ha- has the better feet. He has the better power. He he has the better boxing skill. He, he's he, he's just better at everything. Um, it, but. Porter the P- Porter has going for him is that the man is a mauler the only other, excuse me um the only other mauler I'd say that's that is comparable would be like B- better be um and I'd say that maybe yeah I'd say him and better be are, are like the only ones who can like get into their opponents face like that yeah. and
1: well and better and better be of the the
0: powers just there yeah and yeah and well porter knocks some guys out yeah he's got power there.
1: but i mean yeah better be of is basically a terminator with his so that, that that's it but you're the style is similar the yeah.
0: Sti- yeah, yeah. yeah yeah right right yeah so i'm with you i j- bud's gonna have to keep him off him with his length his footwork and and check hooks and, and uppercuts yeah. um
1: and and porter's just all heart man dude's just he's a warrior
0: absolute warrior all heart yeah. it's it's it, it it this fight will eventually i don't know if it's gonna be early middle or late but at some point it is going to turn into a brawl an absolute brawl and it, it, when you say fight of the year that will be this fight
1: yeah
0: um so you, you, God i'm gonna say you want the odds
1: yeah, I was gonna say another, which also is just crazy. Crawford. So Crawford's knocked out every one of his opponents at welterweight.
0: Eight, eight straight eight uh, stri- stoppages. Yeah, uh, eight Bud straight. I think, and I
1: think he's, I think, I think five. I think he's had five fights at welterweight.
0: Yeah, he's so, he's amazing. Um, yeah, which is okay. why I think these
1: odds are going to be just
0: tremendous. All right, you ready for this? Yeah, hit me with it, Crawford. Favored minus seven fifteen, Porter plus four seventy five. So a prohibitive favorite.
1: So yeah, so the val the values on Porter, if you're gonna bet, uh, yeah, um, I'd get-
0: say that th- there's no way that these numbers, this gap should be this wide. I agree. it should, oh, yeah. it should, it should yeah. be more like like two fifty to three fifty either way. Yeah.
1: So I mean, yeah, I mean betting on buds. I mean, if you're gonna bet a big amount, sure, okay, you'll make some money, but if you're just putting a flyer out there, you know, throw your throw your cash on Porter.
0: Yeah, it's a, he's a live dog for sure. Yeah. Um, total rounds, Drew. What, what do you got?
1: <sighs> That's why it's just hard. Like I said, short, Porter's never been stopped, and Buds knocked. He stopped his last eight. I don't. I, it should probably be eleven and a half, <laughs> but I don't think Vega. I've never seen Vegas do something like that. So I'll probably say ten and a half. Ten and a half.
0: The over. I I, I am the Bill Goldberg of this. You you are amazing at this. Um, (laughs) The over is minus two thirty, and the under is plus one sixty five. So yeah, Vegas is saying for sure it's going to go past uh, into the eleventh. To go the distance, it is minus one seventy seven. To get stopped before the distance is plus one thirty. So slightly more even. Um, than expected um, but um, and then oh wait come on where's the next one so here here's the breakdown Bud by stoppage is plus 165 Bud on the cards is minus 121 Porter by stoppage is plus 1000 and Porter on the cards is plus 900 wow yeah so plus
1: one thousand.
0: Yeah, that's ten, that's crazy. That's to, ten to one. Yeah, that's crazy because I
1: I would think most people would say if Porter wins, it's going to be because he catches him and knocks him out. That's shocking
0: to me. I, yeah, but he tends. Think about these split decisions he has. These judges tend to give him more points based on just his heart. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's true. Well, and that's why I, I you know, the, before we give our predictions, I, I loved what his his dad which. Is, it's like the oddest relationship those two if you watch any of like the the fight specials um i i I went back and i watched like the fox one they had with him and uh him and spence and this one with him and and bud like those two are always just yelling at each other and sean's always like i hear you dad when his dad's like you know giving him shit and stuff i love it it's so funny even in the middle of fights i rewatched uh porter spence uh yesterday his dad's giving him instructions at the end of the 11th and he's like I hear you, dad. I hear you. So funny. But his dad was basically like, they were talking about styles and how good they are, this and that. And he goes, yeah, like, listen, we know how good Terrence is, but none of that matters. He's like, this isn't, you know, what matters is opinions. He's like, this isn't basketball. You know, it's not like you shoot a shot, you shoot the ball and you see the three pointer go in, you know, you know, you know, the result. It's all based on opinions and it's our, you know, it's, you know, round to round, judge by judge. He's like, our, our job is just to make sure that, you know, everyone's opinion is that we won the fight. And that's what's true about boxing. It's like, you don't, you know, you could, you could go out there and you could have actually won the fight. But if the judges are looking for something else, you're going to lose. There's one way you could, you could knock him Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Knock him out. So, but I just thought that was such a, uh, an interesting point that he made. Cause it's like, yeah, yeah you know, that's a, that's a good point, man.
0: Yep. All right. So yeah, I'll go first. I feel like I usually make you go first. Do it, do it. So I usually should...
1: want to go first so that I look smarter than you, and that you're just copying me. But go ahead.
0: Um, my 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 gut says Crawford via KO in the eleventh or twelfth. I I don't I don't think Sean could be KO'd. I I, I just don't. So I'm gonna say Crawford on the cards. Uh, to over Sean Porter on the cards. What What do you got? Bud stops him. Wow, I, I knew you were gonna go there. I knew it. What? what I, well, I said
1: it. I think I said it. I don't know if I said it on the pod a month ago or if I just said it to you. I think he's. I think he's the first one that stops him. And I. I don't. I don't think it's a ten count. I think the ref stops it because.
0: TKO. I was thinking about that in the 11th or 12th. I think, that he's just pouring it on so much. I just,
1: I think he's gonna I, to your point, I don't think Sean Sean's gonna be Sean. Sean's gonna be aggressive he's gonna, he's gonna try to make Bud uncomfortable, cause like he said, he's like nobody's been able to push Terrence and make him uncomfortable and make him have to fight the way they want him to fight. And I think Sean's gonna try to do that cause he thinks that's his best chance to win and I just, again I think as the fight's gonna go, I think he's gonna get he's gonna Crawford's gonna time him and i i think he's it's gonna be like with Kel Brook. i think he's gonna i think he's gonna catch him with just the wrong punch and i think sean's gonna sean's gonna go down get up and then i think bud's just gonna lay on the attack so so much that i, I do think it'll be i think the ref will stop
0: it wow uh what round do you think um or I'm what say, like uh, like three ra- like a three round range. I'm
1: gonna say tenth. I'm gonna say the tenth round he gets him.
0: Tenth. Okay. And yeah,
1: I, it's nothing to the heart mm. of Sean Porter. Like I I love Porter. I just I I just every time I the la- I watched four of his fights um the last two days and each one it's like the same. I'm like uh like like the way he's coming in. I'm like Crawford like that's Crawford to eat that stuff up. So so we'll see we'll see we'll see uh what what the game plan is Saturday. ESPN Plus.
0: ESPN Plus, seventy bucks, worth every penny.
1: It's worth it. Whatever, whatever, whatever you're spending seventy bucks on in the next two months, just instead of buying a Christmas present for some random cousin you see once a year, just give them a make make a donation to the Human Fund in their in their name and spend your money on this fight.
0: Um, awesome. Um, okay. So, um, that that puts a bow on the biggest fight of the year. Um, yeah, argu- arguably, arguably wilder, fury, or this one, but um, Usyk Uso-
1: Joshua was big. Don't shortchange Usyk Joshua. Okay. Um, <laughs> you hate Usyk.
0: No, I. You secretly
1: do. You hate him.
0: It's okay. No, I, I picked. The, I picked him to win. Yeah, you still hate him. You're just trying um, to jinx it. Um, we we did want to mention Canelo is going to move up to um, cruiserweight. Cruiser. What what weight is that, Drew? Um,
1: that's a good question. I actually what, don't.
0: That's one ninety, right? Well, they
1: cha- They're changing it because of well, maybe it's just one. It might just be WBC. Whoever's doing the stupid bridge weight. I I don't think it's all the boxing
0: organizations. Oh, Bridger or weight or whatever.
1: Because that's gonna be like two hundred to two twenty, I think. So, I feel like it's one ninety to two hundred. I think is uh I think is cruiser.
0: One ninety to two hundred,
1: yeah, that's what I thought. I think that's right. Um, and people are going nuts on 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 social media, basically saying Canelo is ducking this, this, and this. Listen, two two quick things about this. One, Canelo Canelo fights is more active than any young up and coming champion boxer right now. So Canelo can do whatever the hell he wants. If he wants to move up to one you know to one ninety and beat get another belt in another weight class, like. So be it. These other dudes, like they're they're all wait they're all waiting to cash the Canelo ticket. That's why they all want to fight Canelo because that's going to be the pig- biggest payday of their careers. Fight. I like what he said. It's like you guys you fight each other before you're going to show that you deserve a shot at me, man. I, I love it. I I could care less. Uh, you know, I I want to see Char- I want to see Charlo fight fight a big a big fight here. Fight Benavides. Fight you know whoever. Fight Triple G. Uh, Drade. Fight like. I want to see what these guys can do against the real, real deal, real deal guys um, before yeah. they can get in there. If that's what he wants to do, then, dude, I'm all
0: about it. All about it. Yeah, I, I don't. Is it ducking? I, I don't know. Maybe, but guess what? He's I mean, going. He's, he's, he's moving up like he's twenty, up thirty Yeah, twenty pounds, man. Twenty five pounds against a guy that has a belt. Like,
1: yeah, and I listen. Is, how, is, is, like, is, is,
0: you can like maybe he is cherry like maybe he is cherry picking like I, yeah because I
1: think I think this. Is, how do you I, cherry
0: pick by moving up twenty five pounds to fight a guy with a belt?
1: Yeah, like the dude, the dude who fought on the undercard um, of Usyk like Joshua, whose name is escaping me. Like he's probably the best cruiserweight out there right now. Um, so like that would be a little bit more of a challenge, but still like you're moving up twenty pounds in weight.
0: You so, know what yeah. I was thinking of, Drew? Who who is probably the best one sixty eight guy ever? roy jones roy jones that's right what weight did he go up to
1: i don't even think it's probably uh heavyweight back right. when the he- yeah, back when the heavyweights were smaller guys but still
0: yeah they weren't they weren't fury 6 280 pounds they were but they were you guys were like but i'm just wondering at some point in his career like does canelo like hey, you know what let me go for heavyweight like if fury retires in like two years or something <laughs> no and- way yeah, I don't know. I just... That I, crossed I, my I, mind. I, if he I think wants to... Have, I, I think if, he wants to if he wants to, like, do, like, a uh, like a Roy Jones kind of thing. I, I think they're just
1: way too big now. Like, how how would he go in there against, like... The big
0: Norseman? Would... Remember that... Or what, what I forget that guy's name.
1: <laughs> like, I'm just... Like... <sighs> How would he go in there against Anthony Joshua, who's six six foot six. Six, seven. Yeah, I, I have no idea. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I it, would mean, like
0: uh, it would be like it would be like Mike Tyson's punch out.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, like that would that would just be insane if he did that. Um, but a lot of people were like, oh, you know, you know, Roy, you know, guys that go up that much in weight and then come back down are never the same. Uh, you know, sports science is so different nowadays. Like. If Canelo put on right, put on twenty if he like, if he put on twenty pounds to win a cruiserweight, like he's not gonna fight in two months and drop twenty pound, you know, drop that weight in two months and then come back down and fight at 168. Like they're gonna be smart about it.
0: Who knows? Uh time will tell. It's it's super interesting though. Um Yeah.
1: And then uh on another awesome note, Keyshawn Davis signed with top rank and he's gonna be on the Loma card.
0: Yeah, something's please.
1: gonna happen. I'm convinced of it now, man.
0: Like there's too many guys we like on the, <laughs> outside. On
1: of, outside of Berlanga ha- coming off the card, like we got Big Baby, we got Xander Zayas, now we got Keyshawn, we got Lomachenk. Like, so- God, something's gonna happen.
0: Yeah, we don't deserve anything <laughs> this nice, so something's gonna happen. Jeez. All right, well let's move on. Bo- let's move on from boxing. But first, Drew, why don't you give your um. Why don't you give your code word for the uh, the hat giveaway?
1: Oh, good timing. My code word, Showtime. Showtime. In nice. honor of Showtime, Sean Porter. Beautiful. So if you so if you send us uh, send if you're the first one to send us the code word <laughs> on either Excuse of those me? uh, social media or the email, you're gonna win the free hat.
0: Yep. That's uh, and we're gonna give away. We giving away one in beer one and one in beer two. Is that That's right? That We're gonna let okay. gonna
1: let you do the code word for beer two.
0: Beautiful. Okay. Um next order of business. That was a good thirty-eight to forty minute jam session on boxing. It's thirty eight Abs-
1: mi- thirty-eight minutes too short, if you ask me.
0: Oh absolutely absolutely beautiful. I mean, huge week in boxing. Huge friggin' week. Yep. Um Okay. So now let's give our five NFL picks. Um, these are five second and,
1: key... Second and short, baby.
0: Yeah, the second and short. Um, we could do go crazy anything we want here. Drew picked five key games for the week. Um, starting with the Thursday game. The Falcons at home versus the Patriots. Well, hold on. Hold on. O- okay. Fine.
1: Results, results of fine. last Why week. Fine. Why do I gotta hold on? Because results of last week. Come on, man.
0: Uh, alright, alright, alright.
1: Relax, relax. Uh... Yeah. So last week, we uh, I went two and five. Jo went three and five. Uh, we whole aired. Wait a second.
0: Wait, Th- three out of uh, three out of five.
1: Yeah. Not two. three
0: and five. Yeah. Yeah. Two. What? You said two and five. You went. You went two and three.
1: Oh yeah. Sorry. Good call. Yeah. Two out of, sorry. My bad. My bad. Good, good call. Good call. Maybe I need yeah. to relax and calm down. Um, <laughs> we both hilariously picked blowouts wrong. So I had the, I thought the Falcons would cover They lost by about 60. J O thought the Browns would cover against the Patriots. They lost by about four forty. 40. Um, and then, uh, Chargers Vikings was our other swing game. J O took his, his man crush Dalvin cook. And they, uh, I took, I took the Chargers and, uh, Vikings won outright, so good, good call on that game by you. Uh, other than that, we we each got the Chiefs because the Raiders are a disgrace to the NFL. They stink, and uh, we got the Titans wrong on just a bullshit penalty call that set up a, a touchdown in the last like forty-five seconds of the game. So pissed about that one.
0: Yeah, them are you the go. breaks. All that's, right, that's so, right. You you go ahead you, you you tell us about these games you because I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take your advice and just relax. You all tell right. us about these games.
1: Relax, baby, just like the Steelers in overtime. Um, all right, so we're going Thursday night game, uh, which those are always coin flips because of just the the circumstances, but it's a big game. We got the Pats six and four again. Those that was if you listen to the go for two, the Pats were a hot topic of ours. Uh, they're on a they got. A, four four big games coming up. They're 1 and 0 already. So now this this is one that they can get one in the bag. They're playing the Falcons 4 and 5 at at Atlanta. Falcons got absolutely destroyed by Dallas. Um they're they're 7 point home dogs. If the Falcons are going to try to claim one of those wild card spots, this is this is a huge home game for them. So I'm going to say the Patriots win and they cover you know me when a team just gets absolutely obliterated that sticks with me for a while. So I don't Escordero might be out. He's a game time decision. So I think, uh, I think the Pats win this one by, by, by 10 to 10 to 12 points.
0: Um, I'm going to take the Falcons. Uh, the logic is they're a home dog on a Thursday night. They tend, they tend to be just like crappy low scoring games. The actual reason is, I have none because the NFL is crazy this year, and I'm just gonna go the opposite.
1: Even if Patterson doesn't play, you still think Falcons cover? Sure, yeah. Pats win?
0: Um, yeah, probably by field goal. All
1: right, so Pats win. I okay. mean, it seems
0: like every game the Falcons play, other than when they're getting blown out, that they like it comes down to like a two point field goal game.
1: Gotcha. I agree. Um, all right, Sunday. This is man, whew, what a roller coaster season for the Colts colts bills big time big time after the start the bills had who would have thought we'd be here bills are six and three at home they're playing the colts that are five and five again the colt the colts really are at at, it's it's not crazy that they could still win the division if the titans start you know the titans ever decide to skid without their best player going down um big 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 game for them in terms of the wild card situation and you know the Bills, who looked like they were going to take that one seed, they've been they've been in a skid the last few weeks. They righted the ship last week against the Jets, but you know Chiefs are getting stronger. A lot of teams are going to be vying for that spot. So this is a this is a this is a must-win home game. Bills are giving seven. Who do you like to win, Jo? And
0: who's going to cover? Um, can you go first on this one? No. What well, I wrote down to pick the opposite of you. No, this is you. D- damn it! This is you, um, bro. I, this one I didn't know. I was just gonna pick the opposite of you. <laughs> um, I'll take the Bills to cover the, the seven. Okay.
1: Uh, I agree. D- damn it. I agree. Damn I think, it, Bobby. Uh, I, I think that. Well, I was gonna pick the opposite of you, but I like your pick. Um, I just I don't trust the Colts even against the Jag. They were twenty like twenty to nothing against the Jags last week, and it came <clears> down came down to the last three minutes of the game. Um, I just don't trust them, especially on the road. I think the Bills as much as the the, Bills either. As much as the offense has struggled, the defense has been pretty pretty stout all year. So they lost
0: nine to six to the Jaguars two weeks ago.
1: Right. Well, I'm saying the defense has been stout. The offense has struggled, but the defense has still been pretty consistent. And I think that uh, I think Wentz is still making too many mistakes, and they go away. I think you're drinking a stout right now, aren't you? I sure am. They go away from, they're like Dallas. They go away from, they go away from the beast too often. You got to, you got, you got one of the top backs. You got to feed them at all, at all times.
0: The Colts? Yeah. Yeah, I know. They, they, it's like Jonathan Taylor will have like 95 yards in the first quarter. And then after the first quarter, they'll give him seven carries and he'll end up with 125 yards. And it's like, you people are idiots.
1: Yeah, it makes no sense. So, um, all right, third game. This, this, this has gotten interesting After, after, uh, Last Sunday, Eagle Saints in Philadelphia. Eagles pull off a big upset win against Denver um, last weekend in pretty convincing fashion, too, which which was, again, shocking to me because, you know, my thoughts on, on Jalen Hurts. Saints lose to Tennessee, you know, val- valiantly fought back. Um, but, you know, Jameis, Jameis is out, you know, injuries piling up. They're 5 and 4. Eagles are 4 and 6, man. They get a win here. You know, they end up they're, they're they're 5 and 6 and listen, the NFC sucks and they still have two games against the Giants, two games against the Washington football team and then that one game left against Dallas. So, a lot of opportunities for them to be vying for a wild card spot if they can get a W at home. One and a half, they are a one and a half point favorites. I'm going to take the Birds, man. I uh, I'm always anti Saints and like the Saints usually don't play well coming to Philadelphia. Um, and I think that uh, I I just I don't like the quarterback situation in New Orleans. Uh, you know uh, the the gimmicky stuff with Taysom Hill. Like that's kind of old. Uh, Trevor Simeon. Eh, what are you gonna do, Kamara? I don't know if he's playing yet. So I'm I'm gonna go Eagles here. Um outright, yeah, outright, well, they're giving the point, so obviously Eagles are gonna win and cover
0: obvi, obvi obvi um yeah i I actually agree with you i I took the okay. Eagles as well, um, I said it last week, I'll say it again, uh, I'm just gonna pe- keep picking against Trevor Simeon, although he did cover last week, yeah, if kamar um,
1: was playing, I might feel a little differently, but i I just don't know Well, I don't think that's I don't think that's i, I think he yet. is supposed to play, okay.
0: Um, I think he is supposed to play because um, I think they said Mark Ingram. Yeah, is supposed to go back to just his regular role. But um, mm. um, no, I mean, just I, it, I honestly would feel better if they just committed to the gimmicky stuff with Taysom Hill. Hmm. Um, I think it's less predictable. So okay. um, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Eagles. All right, all right. Uh,
1: Bengals Raiders, uh, two teams that uh, that started out hot ish and have now fallen a bit here in recent weeks uh both are five and four both are in the hunt still still in the hunt for winning the division the wild card a lot at stake it's in vegas minus or cincinnati is minus one who do you got
0: i'm taking the raiders plus one uh home dogs um I could see either team winning this. Obviously, that's why the spread's so close. Um, I think the Bengals probably have themselves... I, I don't even know. Honestly, this is what it came down to for me. For whatever reason, it seems like teams coming off the bye week have been struggling this year. And so the Bengals are coming off the bye, so I just went with the Raiders. That's honestly what it came down to yeah. for me.
1: I like your logic. I, I, I'm i going to go with the Bengals. I, I think the Raiders absolutely are trash. When you when you can't get your best player going against the worst defense in the league, I I, I just have no faith in you as a football team. So I'm gonna go Bengals. Okay, I'm go Bengals here, and uh, so we got the final game. We got the five three and and one Pittsburgh Steelers. They're going into San Diego, or sorry, it's San Diego. They're in Los Angeles now. The Los Angeles, they're going into Los Angeles. They're playing the Chargers, who are 5-4. Chargers are 5.5-point favorites. Who do you like, J.O.?
0: Um. So the Steelers are likely without Ben Roethlisberger, but I guess that's to be determined. Um, They will, looks like they will not have T.J. Watt. Looks like they will not have Minka Fitzpatrick with COVID. And it looks like they will not have Joe Hayden on the defense as well. So uh, I'm going to take the Steelers. I like know the plus, I was about to say. So you're taking, so you're
1: taking the Steelers.
0: Um, it just, why does this team just play down to its competition and then play up for tough games? I don't know. It's just what they do. So I think they lose by like two or three points and they cover the five and a half, or they lose by four or something like that. It's just. Is what this team does. Like they stick around yeah. when they shouldn't, and then they crap the bed when they should kill a team. That's just what happens. So yeah. I, another,
1: again, another team that's just got a beast, and they don't want to feed them.
0: Yep, yeah, taking the Steelers five and a half.
1: Yeah, Chargers have to win. It's a must-win game. I, I if you, if you, if you lose to a Burgerless Steelers, like you're just, you're, you're fucked. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Chargers. I'm gonna say they cover.
0: Okay. I'm gonna double
1: so, double double down two weeks in a row now on the Chargers.
0: So we have again, we have three games different. We have the Falcons, yep. the Raiders, and the Steelers. Yep. They're different. You got the and Patriots. You took, uh
1: no, you the, didn't take you didn't take you the home.
0: The Patriots, the Bengals, and the Chargers. That's who you got.
1: That's right. You took you took the you took the dogs in all three games.
0: Yep. 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 I love it. I love it, man. Beautiful, beautiful. Yes, sir. All right, the second and short. That's over. Put a bow on that.
1: Uh, and don't forget, if you're still, if you haven't listened yet, you know, go go check out the Go for Two special we put up um, for the first half of the season with uh, with our boy uh, Teddy from the Nightcap Recap. You know, because we talk, you know, we don't we don't just talk week to week. We're covering you know the next quarter of the season. So pretty pretty good stuff, I gotta say. And I get, if you if you didn't listen, the uh, the breakdown and analysis that Jo brought to that podcast is l- stuff that legends are made <laughs> of. Like it's oh, my I'm, I'm, my, I, my the hairs on my arm get they just raise up every time I think about it.
0: Which, by the way, since you've made fun of me for going like you realize you do that like all the time, right? Like you did that in this episode when you started talking about Porter and Crawford. You were like, ah, man.
1: I think it was. I think it's more of the. Gosh, I don't know. I think it was more <laughs> of that than the ah, that I was making. <laughs> that I was making fun of. Gosh. Oh my gosh. gosh. I. I don't know. <laughs> <There> <laughs> Do I have is. to pick
0: this game. Uh, yeah. There. It all is. right. There it is. All right. NBA catch and shoot. All right. I got two things for you before I let you go for a free for all.
1: Hit me with your best shot. All
0: right. So uh, earlier this week, the. Warriors played the Nets. I was watching hockey, so I did not see it. Uh, what what was your takeaways? What happened? How was it?
1: Uh, I mean, the Nets. This that, and I feel like every time the Nets loses against a good team, this is what everyone always tells me. Um, they missed a lot of makeable shots. <laughs> Which yeah, again, it's kind of like the boxing. Like that's, that's basketball. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's the point of the game, right? To make um, make the shots.
1: Steph Curry, thirty seven points in three quarters. That was that's really the game. Uh, Harden. Harden just still struggling to find his way to his old self, which again, the officiating, which I think is great, you know, karma catching up with these guys that have been playing trick the ref for the last like four years. Um, It's really kind of changed the dynamic of how he plays, which kind of ruins the effectiveness of him. Um, I I think again, Curry's Curry's been sensational, but you know, the, all the role players just stepping up. Like I, I can't even think about who's been a disappointment for the Warriors so far. Like, like nobody, uh, like they're all just they're all just playing really well, buying into the system. Uh, it's just really it's just really fun to watch. Uh, I, I was I always make this joke. I'm like, what do you what do you think Durant's thinking? Because he's such a weirdo. Like on the bench when he's just see, like Curry Curry does once just like back when he was in Golden State. Like Curry's got 40 and he's not even going to play the fourth quarter. Like you voluntarily chose to leave that <laughs> to leave that guy. It's insane to me, man. Like it's it's just insane. I uh I don't get it. I'll never I'll never understand. Like I I I guess I get it, but it's it's just nuts. Like you chose to leave Steph Curry.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh jeez. Grass geez. is always greener. And the guy you chose to leave him for is uh is at home leaving leaving thirty a thirty million dollar cap hole on your roster.
0: Oof. Um just just
1: right. for the just for the principle of things. Just uh it's unfortunate.
0: Um, what was the right, other se- thing you had? Second thing is, um, and I was thinking about this, and then my brother texted us earlier, saying talking about Lonzo Ball. So that just kind of furthers my uh, my point here. But what are you thinking about the Bulls? Are they for real? Like, are they? Are they? I know you were fading them a little bit in the preview, but um, like, are they are they gonna be tough?
1: Yeah, and a lot of again, that was you know. I was trying to be cute in some of the preview, um, and that was really just until until Zach Levine shows me he can be a winning basketball player on both ends of the floor. Like I'm not, I'm not pick, I'm not I'm not picking the Bulls to do anything because I've I've put too much faith in that happening over the last two seasons, and it hasn't. Um, do they? Did the craziest thing, I, and I, I don't know how this refreshed um, from two nights ago, but they're top they're top five team defense, which that was. That was the biggest concern coming into the season: is how the hell are these guys going to guard anybody? Um, I do think they've they've lucked out and played some teams with injuries and guys missing from COVID. So defensively, maybe they look a little bit better than they actually are. But you know, scoring isn't a problem. DeRozan DeRozan's playing at Great. an incredible level. I, that's why I, kinda, I I always hate the most improved award trophy award because like they never really give it. They don't, it's basically only, it's basically an award that's only available to like, you know, first, first, second, third year players, right? Like to me, DeMar DeRozan right now is the most improved player because he just has been such a decline the last couple of seasons and he's just been sensational this year. So, uh, it looks like he's worked on his three point. I don't know if the percentages would show it, but he's definitely knocking down some timely threes, which, you know, that's kind of been the, uh. The one flaw to his game offensively over the, yeah, you know, well, his whole entire career, but they've been they've been good. Man, Ball, I, I I love Lonzo Ball. You know, I love what they bring off the bench with Caruso, um, Patrick. He Patrick, made
0: a pass on the on the fast break the other night that was just divine. Uh, Caruso I, or Ball? Ball,
1: Ball. Yeah, he just. I, yeah, he's one of my top five fi- favorite college players to watch ever. Like he just his feel for the game and pushing the pace and the ball—it's it's awesome. Like he's 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 dude. He's so good. Um, yeah, man. Career, it's a shame Patrick Williams got hurt, which sadly is becoming the story of his career because they're really high on him and they really, uh, you know, really had high hopes that he'd be a big contributor. So I think that's that's gonna hurt them. But they're playing well, man. I'll 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 give it to the Bulls. They've uh, you know they've exceeded my. Exceeded my expectations, you know, fifteen games through uh through the season.
0: Nice. Um and then I'll just open it up for you. Any any other catch and shoot items you want to address?
1: Nah, I mean the Sixers is unfortunate that half their team caught COVID, so they've lost five straight. <laughs> so thank God for the uh the the, uh, the great start that they had. Um nah not really because they, they, they nobody I looked up and down the standings. I guess, I think I said it last week, but if I did it, I'm going to say it again. Like Paul George is playing it at MVP level right now. Has the Clippers at nine and five. They, uh, they've been, <laughs> he's been really good. He'll always be judged for the playoffs, but he's, uh, he's, he's fully embracing his role of having to pick up for Kawhi Leonard, not being there. So shout out to playoff pigs. I, I, I shit on playoff, playoff P plenty. Um, so I want to make sure I give him, uh, you know, I give him, I give him credit when when he needs it. So
0: plenty of playoff pee poop. Oh, fun
1: stat too, because I'm watching the Suns game uh, right now. So, this is, I think, this is Aiton's first game back. He had some knee soreness, and obviously because they didn't extend him, right, he's not gonna play through injuries or really push it. Uh, and they won nine in a row, so they won nine games without Aiton in the lineup. So I don't know what that says about. Uh, about his max extension or not, but that's pretty wild that they've uh, won nine in a row and they haven't even had eight. In.
0: Interesting. Um, cool.
1: What a Western Conference Finals that would be. Warriors-Suns. It's not going to happen, but that'd be fun.
0: Yeah. Chris Paul love and it. Steph
1: Curry always, always makes me smile.
0: Yeah, love it. <clears throat> All right. Well, um, hey, I- I'm actually going to talk about the NHL this week, some NHL half-clappers. Uh, half clappers baby had, had to explain to drew what a half clapper was but I, uh,
1: yeah i definitely thought it was something different
0: i mean that's well yeah uh, on any hoodles um so just a couple items of note um that i wanted to discuss so this past week the senators had three games postponed due to co excuse me covid running through their team they had uh 10 players that that were in protocols and they had to shut down their facilities and everything and number 1 i just thought it was strange because like isn't canada like more locked down than us
1: i think they just lifted that recently i feel like
0: i don't know i thought it, i mean
1: the, the everything's much more um it's more strict there but i thought they like the whole like country like lockdown ended
0: yeah, but I, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, so that was that was a little bit strange that they had to just run through the team like that. But um, and I thought that the NHL had a very high percentage of vaccinated players, which obviously we're seeing that that's like whatever vaccinations are starting to wane, or I don't, I don't know I, who knows what the science is behind it. But um, so the, what what was weird to me though with them canceling three games. Well, not canceling. They're going to reschedule them. But, like, with, they're already playing a condensed schedule because the Olympics this summer. Like, they're letting the players go to the Olympics. So, like, I, 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 we got to keep our eye on what the ripple effect is here because, like, is this going to happen to another team now? And then if you get a couple teams who have to cancel games, like, is the NHL going to try and, like, renege on the whole Olympics thing? And, like, what will the players do? Um, they they – I don't know. I feel like they should have just made them call up like some minor league players and play the games, but mm. may, may, uh, that's what I think they should have done. Maybe that's not fair, but uh, uh, like, why would, well, I don't know. Cancel the games. This well, it seems a little bit weird, whatever. Um, and then the other half clapper that I wanted to bring up was the, my Pittsburgh Penguins are reportedly, uh, excuse,
1: excuse you. Our, our Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Penguins, Penguins
0: reportedly being sold to the Fenway Sports Group, who own Liverpool and own the Boston Red Sox, and people forget they also own a NASCAR team, which my boy Brad Keselowski is also going to be part owner of the NASCAR team, partnering with them. So, um, look, if if it's not Mario Lemieux, this is a pretty good pretty good group to be with. So, um, and and as a you know been watching hockey since 1990 love seeing mario get paid so like all hail mario lemieux all hell i hope that he gets paid out the wazoo he deserves it he's always taking he's always taken less than market for, for this team for the good of the team and i hope he just gets a giant stack of cash out of this so and and these people they make their teams competitive so um, you know, if, if it happens, if it commences, then so be it. You know, pretty pretty good, pretty good position. So, take it. I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna hit you with a half clapper. Okay. Uh, is it? And I should I should know this. Uh, but I was so just blown away by your creativeness in the segment with you and Jimmy B. Uh, is it surprising that the, the Florida Panthers are off to an 11-2 start?
0: No, I mean no. May- maybe that height. But, no, they were picked to be to be good. Um, okay. The weird part about it is, Drew, their coach, Joe Quinville, was their coach. Um, you may have seen that there was a very strange situation with the Chicago Blackhawks. Oh, back yeah. They were
1: winning, I, I remember calling you. Like back when they the were winning
0: their, their Cups um they had some kind of I don't know what the guy's position was I don't know if he was a video guy or like a locker room guy I don't know but some coach low-level coach like molested a 21 year old player or something yeah and like basically blackmailed him into like sexual stuff and finally 10 years later the the guy like worked up the courage to come forth and, and and bring all this to light and so Joe Quenville was the coach of Chicago at the time and now he was the coach of the Panthers. So the league called him into the principal's office and they expected he expected some kind of slap on the wrist and they're like, nah, you can't coach. And mm. like, so he resigned. So that's the the interesting part is that they're eleven and two after their coach basically got kicked out the door early in the season. But no, they're 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 one of the best teams for sure. So Okay. Yeah, they they everyone knew coming in the season they'd be they'd be pretty good. They 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 uh they were definitely a Stanley Cup favorite for uh uh uh, uh more than a handful of uh, reporters.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, I couldn't uh I just couldn't I just couldn't remember uh if you and Jimmy B were high on them in your pre, in the previous show.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know per se how high we were, but yeah, we we were.
1: You have no idea how high I can fly. What's that from? That's uh, the office.
0: Oh. Okay. Well, now it's time for everybody's favorite. I'm a little.
1: I'm a little disappointed you didn't catch my Seinfeld reference earlier.
0: I'm not a Seinfeld guy.
1: Ah, oh, that's right. My human fun joke. Yeah. Well. All right. Needless. Neither here nor there.
0: That's why I'm the Murtaugh of the podcast, and I'm I'm the one that every I'm I'm the easiest guy to hate.
1: It's true. You really hate are. hate 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 hate. You really are.
0: Um. Yeah. Nah. So. On that note, um, it is everyone's favorite portion. Parlay, 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 parlay. Uh, we miraculously lost last uh, week. T-
1: forty Lakers got outscored forty to twelve by the Timberwolves in the third quarter. Just insane, yeah, insane. That,
0: that did not work. God. Um, I'll lead us off this week. I'm going back to the Saturday night hockey. Blackhawks versus Oilers. I'm gonna take the over. I don't know what the over under is yet, but I'm gonna take. what I'm gonna take the over. It's a ten o'clock game on Saturday. What you got, Drew?
1: We are guaranteed to lose this parlay. I'm taking the Ravens, giving four and a half to the Bears in Chicago. I like it. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> don't
0: but, well, you can pick any game, you know? I know. You don't have to pick one that you don't like. I
1: just, I like staying with the NFL. Well,
0: you can pick a different NFL game. I just,
1: I don't like, I don't like any of the other spreads. I, I like the spread, and in theory, I think it's great. Any I of the just... over-unders? You know, I haven't, I haven't really been looking at over-unders this year. No, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to stick with it.
0: Like, for me, the Lions versus the Browns, 43 and a half. Like, why should that game not go over? Or the Saints versus Eagles forty three, like
1: because the the Browns have a lot of injuries and the Lions, who knows if they can score.
0: I mean, even if, yeah, whatever.
1: <laughs> what was what was the final in overtime? Uh, in the uh the Lions
0: Steelers game in overtime 16, 16 32
1: So, yeah, I mean, is with our much...
0: backup quarterback?
1: Oh, I mean, the Browns have a ton of backups
0: i guess baker mayfield's like a backup quarterback essentially um interesting okay well all right so we got um the over in the hockey game oilers blackhawks saturday night and then the ravens to cover four and a half
1: yep yes sir
0: all righty lock it up
1: locked up
0: finish up any sipples you got left over on beer one
1: i'm already toast
0: uh-huh. Ah, sorry about that. All right. Ready for beer two. Let's do assume, it. Assume positions. Three, two, one. Okay. I have a Mast Landing Brewing Company Gunner's Daughter Milk Stout. Stout season, baby. It's the weather's starting to turn. Get into some dark beers. Uh-oh. I just had a little sip of this. Hold on. Oh. Oh. Ho, ho. No, 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 no. I thought this was a milk stout. This tastes like a chocolate stout. No, no, no. No good? Bold flavors of peanut butter, coffee, and dark chocolate. Oh. Oh, God. Oh. No. Wow.
1: No good, huh?
0: Nah, dude, here's my thing. I've gotten to the point in my life where, like, I want my beer to taste like beer, I want it to taste like. Barley, malt, wheat, or hops. I don't want it to taste like peanut butter. I don't want it to taste like chocolate. Like, you know what? I, if I wanted peanut butter and chocolate, I'd eat a Reese's. Like, why? Why?
1: So, did you did you read the beer can before you bought
0: it? Well, I saw milk stout, and I was like, oh, okay. Right. I so should have I should have read the beer can. Yeah,
1: sorry. so who's the asshole?
0: Yeah, I guess it's I guess it's me. <laughs>
1: It's like those people that don't realize condoms are only 97% effective because they don't read the box.
0: Sure, just like that. Uh, what are you drinking?
1: Uh, I'm just drinking a uh, a yingling here. Oh, nice. Something easy.
0: Beautiful. I wish I had a yingling right now. Well, you don't, oh, sucker. Oh, this, is, this taste is in my mouth. Oh, I'm definitely not drinking the rest of that. Okay. Okay. Um, um. Something, all right drew something drew something you, you, you owe the piper light. um you you lost the 1995 uh I movies did. movies poll and my uh, original punishment for you was for you to sing tim mcgraw i like it i love it and that's I because
1: like i love it i want, want some more of uh, it because I can't. okay we done uh, sure I uh, because yeah.
0: tim mcgraw ties into yellowstone and yes. that song came out in 1995. But after the events of last night, where our Seton Hall Pirates destroyed, emasculated, annihilated.
1: Massacred.
0: Massacred the Michigan Wolverines. I have asked you to sing a different tune, sir. And without, it's the- fr- without further ado.
1: And it's the Seton Hall University, by the way.
0: The U. University Ew. of Seton Hall. Go ahead, do it. Do it, Drew.
1: Onward, Tonya. We are bound for victory. Hazard up forward. We will honor that decree, decree. Onward, Tonya Stand up proud, set toe. tall. Fight 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 for the blue and white and the glory of sea in hall
0: and Borsaken. Gentle <laughs> Dance H Gent. U, that there is
1: we bound for victory Fight, fight, fight Hazard set forward We are will honor that decree, decree. Onward, Satonya We send up proud, proud and stand top tall Fight, 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 fight for, for the blue the blue, and, and white. white And, and white. the glory of Seaton Hall
0: Cha! And then we're going to go take over the big house Yeah! Oh.
1: I can't wait. I can't wait till we whoop that Ohio State. I guess, I guess we got to cheer for Xavier to lose Friday night so that uh, Ohio State's high uh, up up higher in the rankings. From We're gonna who beat
0: both of those teams this year anyway, so it doesn't matter.
1: Well, I'm just saying it's gonna it's gonna look better when we beat number like 11 Ohio State instead of number you know 23 Ohio State if they lose.
0: It doesn't matter. You're all already dead.
1: Ah, oh, good one. I was looking for that. I was... Uh, I I I I felt pretty confident we were going to win that game outright. Like I I know I jokingly say that a lot, but like you know Big Ten's overrated. Michigan lost some key players. I get they got some transfers and they got you know more highly touted recruits. But I I I love that I love the matchup last night. So you know imagine if we hadn't shot ourselves in the foot for like a fifteen minute stretch, we might have won that game by thirty. Right, right. Um, go Hall. Go
0: Hall. Jared right. Roden with um, some grown
1: man moves. All
0: right. So, so we got, we got two topics here. Um, I guess before we do our topics, I guess I'll give my code word. Code word for the hat giveaway is Spamoni.
1: Spimoni? As,
0: as in, if you are near a small child, use them as a shield, Spamoni. Um,
1: Jackie Moon.
0: And so, Drew, I will say that, um, do you want to do the the Netflix movie first and then Yellowstone, or Yellowstone and then the Netflix movie?
1: It's your call. What do you want to do?
0: Uh, let's let's have Yellowstone as the bookend. Let's 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 talk about uh the harder they fall. The harder they fall. Okay, I'm gonna, so go, first. Go, I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna go first. You you uh, go for
1: it. All right. So the the quick uh the quick and dirty synopsis. When an outlaw discovers his enemy is being released from prison, he reunites his gang to seek revenge. In this western um, movie, basically starts out uh, a young child with his his fa- father and mother. Uh, you know, uh, a gang shows up at his house, kills kills his mother and father, carves up carves up his forehead. Uh, fast forwards into the future, see that same kid seeking revenge on one of, on one of the gang members and then the plot sets out typical typical western kind of revenge beginning that you see um and again it's the the, the plot of the movie is the young boy grown up now wanting to get revenge on everybody who was involved in uh, the killing of his parents he himself has become an outlaw you meet the gangs get some nice character developments in there and then the big showdown at the end between um the, I, the honorable bad guy and the less honorable bad guy, I guess we'll call. Him. So Nat Love and uh, Rufus Rufus Buck. Buck. Oh, God. What names? Uh, I absolutely love. I, I'm a sucker for revenge movies. I love. I love a good revenge. You tale. really are. I am. I am. Uh, this movie. It felt like it tried to combine Django Unchained. Uh, the quick. The Quick and the Dead, and, oh, what was the... I had a... Th- oh, and The Magnificent Seven. <laughs> it felt like it tried to combine all three. Very well said. Yeah, I don't know if you saw... Did you see the remake of Magnificent Seven with Denzel?
0: I don't... And Chris re- Pratt? I tried I tried to watch one of them once. I can't remember if it was the original or the remake, and I fell asleep halfway through. Uh,
1: maybe it was the original, so I, I liked the remake. But that So, like, the shooting and the film, like, the editing and the... Uh, the like the the cinematography felt a lot like Django, like a Scor squ- um not Scorsese, what's his face? Um Tarantino. Yeah, the Tar- the Tarantino movie. Um the the West like the plot of it seemed a little bit more Quick and the Dead, like a whole lot of like different um homages to or homages to to that movie, and then sorry the Magnificent Seven, just the. They're going into a t- an outnumber outnumbered um, group going up in uh in the, the bad guys territories town. So I really liked it. And not only did not only did I I like the premise because of the revenge movie, goddamn, I love this cat. Like I love everyone. And I don't know if, how many of these um, actors you're familiar with. Obviously, Idris Alba, um, we all know. He played the bad the bad guy, Rufus Buck. Um, he was really good. Delroy Lindo played Bass Reeves, who is the sheriff. He's he's an oldie that but a guy's goodie. Cool. Yeah. yeah, speaking about like yeah, like he was like from ninety-five to two thousand five, he was that like cool, like the cool cop in the movies. Gone in sixty seconds, he was in ransom. Like he was he was that dude. I was glad to see him get uh a little a little callback. And then Regina King playing playing Trudy Trudy Smith. What was her what was it? Terrible Trudy? What was her nickname? Um Rufus's oh. girl, like I, I don't know was I don't it, know that it was necessarily was it his the, girlfriend uh, but
0: uh, something treacherous
1: Trudy Treche- yeah, yeah yeah maybe that was it she I love her did she was in a lot she was like the early two thousands mid two thousands actress that was just a badass so I uh, I really like her too and then you got like the young cast uh, Jonathan Majors played Nat Love he's actually gonna be the bad guy in Creed three um, he started blowing up he was uh, he he played a big part in the Loki series uh zazzy beats play mary fields oh she was, uh,
0: she's so hot yeah
1: dude she was in dead the first time i saw her was in deadpool god she's awesome uh the you know the the quick draw jim beckworth rj kyler he was in the power rangers movie uh and i i love what's his face um i don't know do you uh cherokee bill was my by far my favorite character in the movie um lakeith stanfield do you know who that is like do you know what movie he uh, No, no he was the he was in get out he was i think the first um oh the first guy that was brainwashed that uh when uh, the dude took the picture of him he started freaking out he plays that guy i, I like him. i've seen him in a few movies i i thought he was tremendous in this dude like he just was so cool collected like ugh, dude so awesome uh, but the the cons, like, I highly recommend it. I didn't do the two-brew scoring. Uh, we can do it if you want to do it. I can do it off the fly. Did, did you do it?
0: I just did it while you were talking. All right, sorry. well,
1: we'll do it. But I'll just say... <laughs> awesome. you,
0: you, you can do it while I talk. Yeah, we could
1: do it. I was going to say, I I I really liked it. Um, it was about 25 minutes too long. Uh, they could have cut out... For me, the, the extra bank robbery, that whole thing. Thing could have been cut from the movie and it could have been just as good and and, and quicker um, and i it's probably not as rewatchable because of how they shot it and um the twist at the end I, like that kind of takes away like the buildup. but like to me those were the only bad part i thought everybody i thought everybody acted tremendously in it like i i don't know that anybody even Damon Way or not Damon, one of the Wayans brothers, stupid like silly cameos. I thought he was pretty good at it. What
0: was the son? It was the, the Is he the, is he a
1: son? Is that who he is? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I I can never get these guys straight. So, um, yeah, I loved it, dude. I thought it was great. Go okay, ahead. So your thoughts?
0: Now I'm more the Murtaugh here because <laughs> yeah. when I saw you know modern western, I'm like, ooh, I love westerns,
1: and and Idris Alba attached to it.
0: With yeah, exactly with with Idris Elba, and I'm just like okay, this this is, gonna, this is gonna be good. Um, they should not even call it a western. It is nothing like a western. It's they're dressed like it's a western, like they're playing, they're like they're playing dress up, like like they're like it's the western. But there's horses. Yeah, exactly. They're they're playing dress up. It's it's not a western. Um, it's more of a, like a Tarantino. Um like grindhouse type of the way it's filmed and yeah. just the violence of it is very in your face um and very kind of like sh- there's a lot of shock and awe with the violence which is not what a western is um it's very it's at times it's fast pace, but like at other times it's not but like obviously westerns are much slower um so i was like and maybe it's my fault for my having just the wrong expectations coming in but no, I feel like it's their fault because they kind of like are pretending that it's a Western, but it's just not. Honestly, if it wasn't for the star studded cast, it would just be I thought I think it would just be awful. Um. I think I think but even the even the characters, I, I didn't feel like they there was a lot of depth in the characters other than Idris Elba. And uh, I forget the guy who played Nat Love, but like the other ones just kind of were like. Ran- uh, Rand. Sorry, Jonathan.
1: Jonathan Majors.
0: Thank you. Is that like, guy's name? Um, I thought they were just like random Western, per- like random outlaw one, random outlaw two. Throw, you know, I I didn't think they actually developed a lot of the characters. Maybe maybe Cuffy a little bit. Um, Cuffy. Cuffy. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, but I am um, – I, I I don't know. I, I, not only that, but like like you said 25 minutes, I thought it was 45 minutes too long. Um so I didn't enjoy it as much. Um I will say that the twist at the end, I I, I thought was really good. Um, and I thought the ending was really good. The shootout, I mean the shootout lasted way too long. Like it, 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 that really dragged on. Um Yeah,
1: and I do I do get a little annoyed with it's like people <laughs> These people are like in, it, out in the open, and ever the bag, like the uh, the guys that are fighting like have every advantage in the world, and somehow they're not getting hit with any bolts. <laughs> <And> yeah, just... <laughs>
0: that's why that's like the ground, the grindhouse part of it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like you're I mean, like you're like hitting somebody with a bullet, like through a window, like over your shoulder, and then blood's flying everywhere. Like yeah. okay, whatever, that's like silly. Um yeah. But yeah, I mean, would I recommend it? No, I, I would not. It sounds like you would, but I, I would not.
1: Like I said, if you, God, man, I, I need to, I need to tm that and uh, that comparison. The, uh, the Jeng again. If you like, if you like Tarantino movies, I think you'll enjoy it. Um, and like I said, if you like the, <laughs> again, they, they took, I think, just bits and pieces from Magnificent, Magnificent Seven, and The Quick and the Dead. If you like you know bits and pieces of, like if you like if you like the leonardo dicaprio storyline in quick of the dead like you'll like that piece that's in this movie um with uh what's his name jimmy jimmy b ha <laughs> jimmy b that's funny uh i just put that together uh, i i just think it's good man dude cherry god cherokee bill was so awesome i don't know why the whole time i was just like god i know you, i know you spoiler alert i know you're gonna die but i hope you i hope you survive as long as possible
0: yeah um Anyway, do you want to do the rating?
1: Yeah, let's do it. If you if you already wrote it down, yeah, let's roll with
0: it. Acting, I gave it a, uh, I gave I gave it a two and a two. Uh, I gave it a two and a half. Uh,
1: I gave it a three. I thought everybody just acted. I I thought everyone gave a great performance in it.
0: Yeah, I just th- I thought the the writing and the directing didn't give them a lot of latitude. So I thought like I thought they did fine, but yeah. Um, writing. I gave it a 1.75. I thought it was pretty lame.
1: I gave it a 2 because of the ending. I thought the ending was really really good and I didn't see it coming. Like usually I can I can piece things yeah, together. I didn't see together. it coming either. But I thought they I thought it was uh, that was that was clever. They like they didn't they didn't give you like they didn't give you like those drop those hints throughout to like make it obvious. Like they just kept it they kept it
0: till the end. Um which so I gave it a 2 point the plot. I gave it a 2.5 because of that because of the you know basically the way they set it up like if you just read the plot in like a bunch of bullet points i think the plot actually plays out really good even though i kind of hated the execution of it gotcha
1: Uh, i give it two and a half as well
0: feel slash genre i gave it a one i i i think they did what they wanted to with it but to me it's just did not feel like a western. I don't like you said. They, it was more like a Django Unchained, and Tarantino kind of in your face film, and eh, it wasn't for me. So uh, yeah. I gave it a one.
1: I I gave it a two and a half because I uh, because I thought it fit the bill for a revenge film, not a western. But I didn't like. Yeah, lot, yeah, like that's kind of where I was with it.
0: Um, rewatchability. I gave it a one point two five. I just I don't know why you would rewatch it.
1: Uh, yeah, I gave it a one. I gave it even lower than that
0: um so i think my final score ended up being a nine which is probably higher than what i would want to give it
1: yeah mine was an 11 so that averaged out to a 10
0: yeah wow that feels way too high for that movie but you know here nor there
1: yeah again if if you if you dig those kind of those it depends what you're into it depends
0: what you're into yeah
1: yeah like what would you to make it shorter outside of that the the extra bank robbery scene like what could you cut out that i
0: like the the the, the big short, shootout the sh- at the shin, end the doesn't need to be a half hour. It could be like ten minutes.
1: Yeah, especially when there's not like any good dialogue going indoors. Like the when they when they ambush the guys in the beginning, um, Jimmy B and the other guy.
0: Pretty much take every scene in there and just cut it. Like it cut like, it a little bit. The, like every scene was a little bit too long.
1: Ah, oh, Mary's Mary's uh, song scene where she's like walking with the shock that was i thought i really enjoyed that i thought that was really good yeah um yeah Okay. okay all right good stuff man
0: now on to um what a modern day western is more like yellowstone
1: yellowstone you drive boy you drive this one
0: it's what season four episode I guess it's technically oh, three. episode yeah, three. Episode three, yeah. Um man, so I this was one of my favorite episodes. Um and I it was, guess it, it starts was, out it with stout. I guess it yeah, I guess it starts out with just them going after this militia. And, and kind of executing them one by one and to your point why would they not try and like keep <laughs> keep any of them alive to question them
1: literally literally not asking a single person a question just 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 murder just kill them all
0: yeah um also in this episode just to keep it a little bit brief I guess it, mostly because I'm terrible at recounting the plot but um this this episode was heavy in the whole like oh I forget the little dude's name but the guy, the little kid that Beth was trying to make into her son, and...
1: Does he have um, a name yet? Or are they just call mm, him boy. Yeah, I
0: think it was Carter, I think it was. okay. But, uh, basically Rip was, was like, hey, I'm just gonna try and mold him into a man, and yeah. Beth was trying to mold him into a son, and Rip's like, you're, like, you're doing this completely wrong, and trade they him,
1: were... Treat him like a pet, you gotta get a pet.
0: Yep. And, uh, lo and behold, you know, he ended up being right, and... Um. Also in this episode, Casey is trying to get. I was wondering where the heck, um, his son Tate and um, oh his, yeah. <laughs> his wife. I'm like, where, where they've been the past where episode and a half? Hide,
1: hiding under the bed for three months.
0: Yeah, they're just hiding under the bed because they're like scared of the whole confrontation. And uh, I love when he ripped him out from underneath the bed and was like, uh, "Just eat food like a human." And I'm like, "Thank you, like that's exactly." His
1: his son is is reaching cookie sam status from the walking (laughs) dead and and his wife as roll tide as she is is reaching skylar white from breaking bad status (laughs) for me that's that's where i am with those with those two fuckers
0: (laughs) yeah yeah i agree I'm holding out on Tate. I think I think his mother. I'm was giving a bad I'm giving T- I'm there. giving
1: Tate the benefit of the doubt because he was uh, kidnapped and uh, about to be uh, slaved out into a yeah. child.
0: <laughs> yeah, he was about to be put in a child sex ring. And, yeah, and, so and, that, uh, and now uh, he had to shoot some guy in the face to defend Yeah, so, his I'm gonna, mother, I'm gonna, so I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a little more leeway than the Roll Tide wife, but he's he's starting to overcook my grits a little bit.
0: Yeah. So, but I like how Casey. Uh, also in this episode, he, what that dude from California who wanted to come raise llamas, Casey threw him in the cattle thing. Yeah,
1: he's like, he's he's on the phone. You, he he just go, he drives straight through the guy's gate, trespasses on his property. Uh, he's like, I'm on the phone with the cops now. Stay there. And he puts the guy on the ground, zip ties him. I think just picks up the phone with the cops. Yep, this is the uh, the livestock commissioner. Yep, he's uh, I'm I'm gonna take him on my custody. Like like there are there are no laws. You can just do whatever you want.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's amazing. So good. Um, What also in this episode is um, Jimmy? You know, him getting shipped out and all that. I'd be curious
1: to see where that plot, that storyline, goes. Like, I don't, I don't know if it's a way just to get Jimmy off the show for a little bit, or like, I just I'm trying to figure out what the purpose of sending a character that they've taken the time for us to grow an attachment to like just shipping him out with this what seems like I think a, just
0: to give him his own little little Odyssey his own little Iliad you know I think he's just gonna go off and so do you, th- you little... think
1: we're gonna we're gonna see scenes with him with those oh, yeah. guys like just those guys okay that's what and, I'm saying like, I wonder I if think, it's uh...
0: I think that it's gonna be he's gonna have to fill in for somebody okay on the rodeo and and they got those prize horses for all that money yeah, and he's gonna be like, no, no. He's gonna be like, Mister Dutton doesn't want me on the horse, and they're gonna be like, Jimmy, we are down like two dudes. Like, you gotta go.
1: Okay. Yeah. I, 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 like I, I thought it was gonna be more of a, you know, we won't see him for four episodes, and then they'll come back and give like the update on where they are and stuff like that.
0: Could be. I, I hope. I, not. I
1: hope. I hope you're right, because I, and again, it's like, why invest all this time in Jimmy for three
0: seasons? Yeah, if that's I, what I'm I, I think. I think he's gonna end up having to be like the star in the rodeo, which is his dream anyway. So um I, that's that's what i'm thinking um yeah i don't know why i kind of like the rodeo guys as much as as big of jerks as they are like yeah but that's did you, they're just that, kind of like the cock of the walk right but it's
1: realistic do you think like that's probably how those guys are in real life like the actual like, guys that you know that are doing that
0: yeah, some of them I'm, some of them probably are some probably aren't but um yeah anyway i'll tell you, I'll
1: tell you what the rich ones probably are
0: <laughs> 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 i'll tell you that much the, uh... speaking
1: speaking of rich uh, the best the best scene for me outside of the final scene uh when when Beth is talking to the kid and tells tells him the four ways to get rich uh she she just gets the best stuff man so funny
0: yeah um yeah the only other scene of note was um the the indian tribe um chief rainwater they hand over the mas well not the mastermind but i guess the organizer of the hit on the duttons Yep. to john dutton and um he doesn't want to just execute the guy so he takes him out he takes him across state lines for some reason yeah. that's um, the so train
1: that's that's the train station was it yeah is there is there no like murder are you, is murder not illegal in wyoming is that is that why they take them all <laughs> is that why they take everybody to wyoming and do it
0: um yeah i i, I don't know but um i thought i lost you again anyway like,
1: uh like last time.
0: Yeah, no, no, no you're good. <laughs> I, I couldn't get off mute fast. I keep trying to hit mute every time I cough, but it's not it's not working. No, good. Um, I'm good. Um, nah, so he takes him to Wyoming. He takes him to Wyoming, and instead of just executing him, he's like, "All right, we're gonna do like basically a quick draw." And so he he uh, takes out his clip, empties the bullet from the chamber, tosses the guy a gun on the ground, and he's like. You know, I'm not I'm not gonna shoot you in the back or whatever. Like this is as fair as it's gonna get. Go, no. and the guy scrambles for the gun. He picks up the clip and just empties the clip into the guy, kills him, ki- pushes him off the cliff, sends him to the freaking train station. And yeah, I mean, hell of an episode. Um, that that part was there was, th- I guess, three favorite parts. That was was amazing.
1: Yeah, I was wait I was waiting for something like to happen. I was like, see is he really just going to give him the gun? Like, (laughs) yeah, Um, that that was
0: awesome. Uh, to Casey, basically just taking the bull by the horns, um, both with his livestock commission stuff with that, with that California guy and also with his son, just getting Tate to be like, getting him to snap out of the PTSD. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting that like, in the beginning of the series, he was kind of like the black sheep, but like fast forward to now, and he's so much like his dad. Uh, it's very interesting, and I, I really I enjoy like. It. I,
1: I like what he said. He's like, "Listen, he's like the people. The people that try to take this place, like, we're not bad people." Exactly. The that's, people... That's,
0: that's the line I wanted to say. And she's oh, like, "God, she, then you no, no, no. She, you're good." His wife is like, "This place is evil, or whatever." And he's like, "No, this place is not evil." It's like the people who came to take this place are evil. We are not evil. We are not evil for defending it. Yeah,
1: I agree. And that's, that, that was uh, awesome. Yeah. I I agree. Although the, the lines get blurred when they uh arbitrarily take us, uh, you know, be- or uh fresh smart smart mouth uh ranch hands to the train station.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but
1: uh but yeah, I mean generally I think that is a uh, is an excellent premise for the uh for the show yeah yeah exactly Um, is quick question for you is is walker is is he like a famous person like is that like an is that guy who plays that character like should i know who that is no all right because when the in maybe and i I didn't see him during this episode and i didn't watch it live but during the the two-hour premiere he was in like six beer commercials (laughs) I know that? they're all in like, yeah, they're all now. random commercials, but like he was in that one. I was like, is this, is this guy a country music star? And I just don't know it. and he's No, I've doing... looked it up. Okay. I was like,
0: do I, is do I know who this guy is? Oh, Monica's the wife, right? Yeah, Monica.
1: Monica. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, so that's, that's, that's was cool. You just call her Skyler. I may just go start calling her Skylar and him Sam for, uh, for the rest of the season as we recap it.
0: Get, let Tate be Tate for a little bit more.
1: All right. I'll, I'll allow it.
0: My, my, so then my other part my other favorite part and i i honestly got chills during this scene it was the end of the day when um beth admits to rip that he was right on having a pet and everything and and rip just tells her he's like look flat out this boy will never be our son he's like the, it's impossible he's like i'm gonna do what i can to you know for him and she's like yeah I, I, he, he needs to go off the ranch and he goes no no he goes there uh, he's a boy but i'm sure there's a man in there somewhere sometimes it takes a man you know to to uh to, to find it or to pull it out of him or whatever and and he's just like he will never be our son and she's like yeah there there's gonna come a day when you're gonna oh, yeah. resent you're, you're gonna resent me for not being able to give you a son he said no no there's not and she said yes there is It's coming that that, that day is coming yeah, and i good. just i got i I just got chills because that defines her entire character and I, I didn't really realize it until that scene but like she is just such a bitch, and <laughs> it is it's like why is this person this way like just be like you don't have to always be mean to people but like because that, like you said, that hysterectomy, that forced sterilization from her brother, and I, I'm kind of wondering if it's going to be revealed that it was from the from the dad, like somewhere down the line. But no, um, I, I'm wondering. I don't know, but the um, eh, probably not. But
1: I mean, he got pretty. I mean, I mean when when he no, because he didn't know about it, unless unless that was part of a like a. A well-laid plan like when he when beth told him and then he freaks out on jamie about it i don't know i don't i don't think so
0: yeah probably not um anyway but that like that defines her whole character like the like she thinks because she can't like produce babies for her for a husband That that makes her like less of a woman. Well, I think she's. I think she's she's just compensating for that constantly.
1: I also think she thinks she's cursed, right? Because she or or her mother basically blamed her for her death.
0: Yeah, and and I'm sure that part of it too. I mean, between that and then, uh, but I think it's. I think it's more of the the hysterectomy thing, and I think it's her just for whatever reason, just thinking she's less of a woman because that happened to her and she just can't get over that. And that's why she's just such a bitch to everyone. And and like, I I never really thought of it that way until that scene and, and putting two and two together. And I was just like, Oh, this poor lady, like, look, it's like, he's trying to tell her that it's okay. Like it really is okay. But for her, it's not okay. Like it never will be okay. And that's why that defines who she is right and i just oh i just my heart ripped out for her when she th- for that scene you know just she just will never like even if he gets over it she will never get over it so
1: yeah i'm with you i agree
0: um that and that's why it was one of, honestly that scene is why it was one of my favorite episodes that and casey ripping his son out from under the bed and kind of getting him to snap out of it th- those two scenes just like were awesome. Uh, that, that's why this is one of my favorite episodes.
1: Uh, it was good. Even the beginning was good with the uh, when Casey's waiting for his dad. He goes, you know, we're uh, we don't know how many more of these rides we have left, so taking yeah. advantage of them. Uh, I I think that what's interesting, what's gonna, I think what's interesting, if I can revise my prediction. So I've I've always believed that Jamie was behind. The, the uh the assassination attempt. I think and I, I might have said this last week. I'm shifting that slightly. I think his dad is behind it and it's gonna come down to Jamie having to choose between his like you know, his own biological life with dad. his biological dad or, you know, um the the, the man who raised him. I think that's what this the end of this season, is gonna come down to. Yeah, like I think Jamie's gonna when Jamie's gonna put two and two together when they whoever that whoever this guy in prison is that, um, you know, got the got the dude got you know employed the guy who put the assassination together. Somehow Jamie in his position is going to like trace that his father knows this guy. Like maybe they were cellmates or something, and he's gonna realize that his father put out the hit on the Duttons um so that's where i think that's where i think that's where it's gonna go
0: yeah i think that makes sense
1: that way they can start utilizing uh i always forget the, that, that actor's name the guy who plays his dad from armageddon and all those like movies in the early 2000s oh yeah um, the coach from remember the titans
0: yeah exactly oh, um
1: God, i can't believe i'm blanking on that but anyway you know for having that a guy of that caliber in your show and only having him in like two scenes to date is, you know, you
0: got to got to up that. Pretty funny.
1: Those are those are those are those are rookie numbers. You got to pump those numbers up.
0: Yeah, um Will Patton. Um yes. Um you know, you, you just you said a cellmate that kind of wasn't Walker in jail.
1: He was, but I don't I don't know about that. You know, I mean, that you know, would be that would be wild.
0: If if he ordered the hit like the little like country singer dude.
1: That would be wild.
0: That would be kind of dumb, but um, yeah, that, that yeah, would be kind of silly. that would be wild. Yours makes much more sense. Um, okay, or maybe maybe uh, Will Patton is using him as a mole. Dun, dun, dun. I don't uh, know. Uh, Walker. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> nah, uh, yours makes more sense. Um, we'll see it's interesting all right man well uh you know uh, uh what an episode man this 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 weekend <sighs> crawford Por- Crawf- Crawford porter
1: yeah it's gonna be uh gonna be sensational yeah, give pay the seventy bucks even if it's only for the one fight that you're gonna watch it's gonna be uh it's it's gonna be one you're gonna wanna tell tell people about again it's it's gonna be it's either gonna be the coronation of, of Bud, uh officially at welterweight, or you know, it's gonna it's gonna just raise the stock and the lovability of uh of Sean Porter. It's gonna yeah. be gonna be gonna be tremendous. Huge weekend sport, even even the all a lot of it we even five of the the or sorry, the other NFL games we didn't talk about, I could I could have picked like four other ones that are gonna be huge games. So it's yeah. uh it's gonna be an exciting 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 weekend.
0: Like I always say if you're uh, if you're in the Pittsburgh area, I'm I'm getting the fight anyway, so feel free to come over, but check with me first because we got all kinds of sicknesses in my house. <laughs> yeah. So you might, reco- might actually want to steer clear.
1: I personally still haven't recovered from the rejection of my uh, Fury Wilder party, so <laughs> you're not welcome. Oh, you're not you're, you're not welcome in my house.
0: Oh man. All right. Well, Drew, uh, as per usual, brother. Great talk. See you out there. Big kisses. Sit down Pull
1: you that first round You got an open count, toss it out Everybody's cold right now Stir up the crowd get you that second round Go on and throw it out Talk about anything that makes you get loud